Sam Pittman met with the media yesterday and talked about how there's no cheese on the hogs for the end of this season. We'll talk about what that means and also get into the loyalty that Hunter Juracek showed and what it meant to Sam Pittman and another big preseason accomplishment for Razorback basketball player. It's all coming up on today's Locked on Razorbacks podcast. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 103.7 TheBuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net, where they have you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Head over to BetOnline, where the game starts. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Thursday as uh, we're getting closer to game week or game weekend, I should say. And uh, just real quick before we dive into uh, today's podcast, also wanted to give a shout out and uh, kind of promote the fact that tomorrow on the podcast, Alyssa Lang of the SEC Network is going to be joining us, which is always awesome to catch up with Alyssa. She's actually going to be there in Fayetteville this week and her and the crew. And uh, so she's going to be part of the broadcast. So really looking forward to catching up with her. And, you know, she she's a really cool, like, uh, personality and a good friend of mine so it's always fun because last time we talked to her was after the Auburn game when Arkansas beat him in basketball and they were number one in the country so uh maybe she's got a little good luck charm there for Razorbacks but wanted to promote that for tomorrow as uh, I'm pretty excited to to have her on the podcast but today I, I as you see in the title as you see there on the graphic uh no cheese for the hogs now it probably sounds really weird and it is really weird but one of the things though that I have always been really anti I guess, is coaches that try to be so like forceful in their hashtags and in their messaging and in their, you know, uh, hashtag never yield, hashtag one and oh, hashtag uncommon, stuff like that with their hashtags and also their phrases. You know, I always think like with Chad Morris and the, you know, left lane hammer down and full tilt boogie and all those terrible things, which I understand that if you're winning, those types of messages usually come across in a positive way. But even when you are winning, though, I don't like them. I think it, it's corny. I think it's it, it, and I'm not talking about just something that helps a team. I'm talking about the stuff that see, seems forced, something that just seems like you're doing it for the sake of doing it, like something that doesn't seem like it would give any benefit. That's what I'm referring to. And it's happened a lot of times in sports. And we know at Arkansas, especially with the previous two coaches, happened way too often. Like it, it was ridiculous how much it happened. But Sam Pittman had something last year that uh, was talking about the bees. I think it was the four bees. And it was, uh, um, it's like, I can't, I can't remember exactly what it was like. One of them, one of the bees was Bama. One of the, the bees was boot. One of the bees was bowl game. One of the, like there was, so there was like a thing that they went through and he talked about the four bees and he talked about how, when he was sitting back in a team meeting at a notepad and he just wrote them down and he just thought that that was pretty clever. So people kept wondering if Sam Pittman was going to have some sort of deal this time around, some sort of uh, phrase or anything cheesy like that. And he was asked a question in his press conference, and uh, I thought it was kind of uh, honest and funny, his answer that he ended up giving. Uh, Sam, you said you had a cheesy theme that might might uh, crop back up if you won the game. So I'm wondering if the cheese is back in the room. It's not. I can tell you what it was, though. So we had uh, A-L-L, who would that have been? Oh, we had five games left. Yeah, A-L-L-O-M. 
So the first one would be all, and then Ole Miss would be on, and then it would be mission or me. So I was going to go all on. I was just going to have something on the back go A-L-L-O-M. And that passed two stages, you know, it passed two stages and I got the bumper. He said, man, there's way too much cheese on that. So I let it go. But uh, I was going to say all on me or all on mission and bump topped me out of it. I love that response. Like I, I love the, the like fun that Sam Pittman can have with it because I think even he knew when he was thinking about it, he's like, yeah, this is going to be some cheese, but he went through some stages and kind of went through it. And this is exactly why bumper pool is a captain of this football team for reasons like that. Cause it's like, Hey coach, no, we don't, we don't need that type of thing going on with, uh, with what we're trying to do right now. That seems like a stretch Armstrong stretch of some sort of messaging that's supposed to happen. But I, I but I love the fact that it's at least Sam Pittman acknowledges and it, it shows once again, kind of his approach to being a coach and everything where there's nothing seeming forced there's nothing to where it's like well you know this team does this and all these other teams do this and we want this hashtag to be there this phrase he looks at it as can i make it impactful can i make it make sense can i make it to where it's something to work towards that i can relate to the team and if it doesn't or if it doesn't land i'm, I'm backing off I'm like you know yeah that's it you're right there's a lot of cheese in that like i love that type of mentality because honestly, in these final four games for Arkansas, there doesn't need to be any cheese. Like there doesn't need to be any uh, anything forced when it comes to uh, what they need to do because they know what they need to do. Like last year, there were goals put into place because you knew that you needed to take that next step, and you knew that uh, you know having these bees, it would make sense. It, it would it would be something to work towards, crossing off checklist, and get into that. But this year, it's like, you know what the checklist is. It's Liberty, LSU, Ole Miss, and Missouri. That's your checklist. Three of those games being at home. That's your checklist. Protecting home field is a huge deal. You know, Arkansas has done pretty well at home last year. They only lost one game at home, and that was against Auburn. And this year, they've only lost one game at home, and that was to uh, Alabama. I had to make sure I remember that. So, you want to protect home field advantage. And if you are able to go out there and play your best football against uh, LSU and against uh, Liberty and against Ole Miss, then everything's going to be to great. And that's something that's really going to be impactful and work and everything. So I like the messaging. I like the things that Sam Pittman is doing. And I like the, uh, the way that they're approaching it too. Now, I also wanted to kind of deviate. I'm going to make like a little sub title, I guess, to this topic. Because it's something that I think that a lot of people saw me on social media, and I don't think I've actually, actually like dove into it on the podcast because we have so many other things going on. But I, I wanted to use this for a little bit to go on a little bit of a rant, so bear with me. But it happened earlier this week when Arkansas was given the 11 a.m. time slot for the Arkansas-LSU game. And that's going to be a another year more than likely where Arkansas does not have an SEC home game at night. And it like I was looking at the Arkansas Ole Miss weekend and Arkansas and Ole Miss might be the best game that weekend or Georgia and Kentucky. Those are all really the only two games that could be considered in that 230 spot in that week. And so you're kind of hoping that Georgia beats Tennessee this weekend because if they do that, then Georgia and Kentucky you would think would get the better time slot. 
and that would leave you open to having at least one night game against Ole Miss. That's what you're hoping for. But, you know, my thing is, is like I I talked to a lot of Razorback fans to talk to a lot of people about this, and it just is an extremely infuriating and frustrating where year after year, you kind of feel like you're always getting slided in your time slot. And I know that uh, people have reached out even to the SEC offices to try to figure it out. I know Sam Pittman was disappointed in not having a night game uh, for that, but there has to be some sort of resolution to this. I understand that at the end of the day, it's the networks that choose what games to get and where to play them. Like CBS gets first crack at which game that they want. And then after that, ESPN and the family of ESPN networks just kind of make them fall in line. But having an another, like, because Arkansas has SEC games at home this year. They've only had so far three uh, SEC home. Is that true? That's, okay, so no, no, they've had two. They've had two. Okay, I was about to say, that doesn't add up. So they've had South Carolina, which has, was at 11 a.m., as we all remember. And then they had uh, Alabama, which was at 2.30. And so now, when you only have two more home games left, and one of them's at 11 a.m., that means half of your SEC home games were at 11 a.m. And if Ole Miss happens, you're either – there's no – like, I just don't see any way they make that 11 a.m., that Ole Miss game. At worst, you'll be 2.30, which is fine on CBS. That's fine. But it would have been nice to really get that 6 p.m. slot uh, if they could make that happen too. But we'll find it out. Where there's no reason to, 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 you know, lose our sleep over it. But the point is this, is that there has to be some sort of way of being able to give fans – Okay, give fans at every school, especially ones that are like the fans are showing up, the fan like they're they're going crazy for the team and everything, to give them and reward them with more night games because everybody loves night games. It's better for tailgating, it's better for atmosphere, it's better for travel, it's better for recruiting visits, it's better for everything. Now, if you told me that Arkansas was playing Missouri. And I know they're playing at the end of the year. So maybe that's a bad example. Okay, Vanderbilt. If you said Arkansas and Vanderbilt are playing each other and the game is at Vanderbilt, I understand giving them an 11 a.m. spot. If, you know, if, if it's if it means that the home fans, you know, are not going to really care as much or if the team's struggling or whatever it is, I get it. But I just feel like there should be some reward for those fans that are going to go all out, are going to show up in droves and, and be there and loud and tailgate. Like, I feel like there needs to be some sort of benefit to that. And it just doesn't seem like Arkansas gets that. And I know there's a lot of other teams that don't get it, too. I saw that Georgia has a lot of games this year that haven't been 11 a.m. And that or have not yet have have been 11 a.m. They haven't had very many night games either. So it's not just like an Arkansas problem, but there just has to be some sort of resolution for this. Because I feel for Razorback fans, like I don't care about me, and I don't even care about like the amount of disrespect that we're getting uh, because nobody chooses us to get a, a night game. Like I'm not looking at it from that approach. I'm just looking at it for the fans, and like I think the fans deserve that, and fans need that. Like you had one night game last year at home, and it was Texas, which was awesome, but there wasn't an SEC home game last year where you had three of them that were at night. Auburn was at 11 a.m. You had uh, the Missouri game was like at 130 the day after Thanksgiving. So uh, do that. And then Mississippi State was at three, which was the closest you got. But they're, they're like the Ole Miss has to be game has to be a night game. And I hope that they understand that. I hope the fans get that because I think it's important. But, you know, that's just my little rant on it. I think it's I think everybody deserves that. Every SEC team deserves one SEC home game at night a year. 
just at least one. And Arkansas deserves that. It better be Ole Miss, because if it's not, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to be, be upset, and we'll be mad about it. That's what I know. Hey, have you thought about securing your home here recently, making sure that everything's protected inside of it with home security? But maybe you've been putting it off, or maybe you've been just saying, eh, well, I'm fine right now. It's all good. Well, listen up. All you Locked On Razorbacks podcast listeners, you can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system right now for 50% off. That's right, 50% off. That's half off. You can't even get Black Friday deals that are good like that. And that's what Simply Safe is offering to all of you. Here's why I love it. Every time that I'm gone and I'm traveling, I know that my place is safe. I know that Rowdy is safe. I know that this podcasting equipment, all that I have, which is quite pricey, I know that it's taken care of and I know that it's going to be safe because of Simply Safe. And that's why I make sure that when every time I'm leaving, I feel secure. I feel confident that everything's going to be all right while I'm gone, even in case of an emergency. You have 24-7 professional monitoring agents using Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe. So to capture critical evidence, to verify if the threat is real, so you can get priority police response and you get the response that you actually need. So don't miss this chance. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that I would ever recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on today. This is their biggest discount of the year. So don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on college. Should put that in locked on college. Simplysafe.com slash locked on college. There's no safe like Simply Safe. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, so continuing on with the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, I know that we talked about Hunter Yerchek staying at Arkansas yesterday and uh, got a lot of great responses. And honestly, I can't tell you how, how happy I am that he is staying at Arkansas. Like he, I, I went through all of that yesterday. But again, Sam Pittman was meeting with the media yesterday and he was asked uh, the question about what's it mean to him that Hunter Yerchek is staying where he got offered more money to go to another SEC school, but he's staying for less money here at Arkansas. And I think Sam Pittman spoke for not only himself, but for all Razorback coaches in the athletic department. Take a listen. What does that say? What does that mean to you to, that your boss decided to, to stick around uh, at Arkansas for less money? Everything. Um, that's a man that practiced what he preaches. And um, to me, it, he already was powerful uh, with all of us head coaches and for him to do exactly what at times he asked us to do uh, is powerful and I'm so glad that he's staying he you know obviously he's the one who gave me my opportunity but the old saying he practiced what he preaches that's uh, that's what he does and that shows what kind of man he is and to say I'm excited that he's going to stay here would be an understatement. I have a lot of respect for him and Jennifer. And I mean what I'm saying. I'm ecstatic that he decided to stay. So Sam Pittman just lays it out right there and just how much it means to him of having Hunter Year check stay. But the practicing what you preach and how it's been related from Hunter Yurchek to the coaches of loyalty and how important that is. 
you know, it's one thing to say it. It's one thing to, to go about it. But I, once again, give a lot of credit to Hunter Yurichek where, you know, he talks about that with coaches. And when he hires coaches, he's like, I want people who want to be here at Arkansas. I want people who want to just hunker down and make this their spot. Not where they're using it for another step. Not where they're not going to go all in. Not when, you know, they're like, oh, we're going to, yeah, I'm going to coach there, but I'm not going to have uh, my family move there or what, you know, it's like, no, I want whoever comes here and whoever I hire needs to be all in, all in all the time. And the fact that he portrays that and tries to translate that to his coaches, like how horrible would that be if he just decided to say, you know what, uh, I'm out because they're offering me more money. I know I told y'all that you need to be loyal and you need to, you know, make sure that you're, you're all in on Arkansas and that you want to be here. But when I, another SEC job comes calling, that's going to give me half a million dollar raise a year. I'm, I'm out. And so for him to stay and, and it's, it's confirmed, like not only did he stay, but he stayed for less money at Arkansas. We all love it as Razorback fans because we know that that's something that is extremely important and extremely um, uh, awesome to have your athletic director who's done such a great job to stay. But it's also extremely, extremely appreciated by all the coaches where he's a guy who's has been saying that this is the type of culture I want here and I'm going to practice that. I could have gone to another job and made more money somewhere else in the SEC, but I'm not. I'm staying here at Arkansas for less. And I think that that's a message that is, like if you look at the coaches right now in Arkansas, like, you know, no coach, I would bet dollars to donuts that no coach is going to leave Arkansas for a, quote, better college job. It, it's just not like, I don't see Courtney Dyfel leaving for Alabama, you know, if that if that job was opening up. I, I may, again, maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe I'm, not looking in the right lens, but I, I just don't see that happening. I don't see, you know, Dave Van Horn ain't leaving. Sam Pittman's not leaving. He's already made that extremely known he's not leaving. Mike Neighbors isn't going to leave. Like, this is where he wants to be. Eric Musselman, you know, people always throw around, like, well, what if he leaves? Well, here's the thing. I don't think Mus leaves for another college job. If he leaves, it would be for the NBA, possibly, because I know that he's, you know, that's something that he's always wanted, but I just don't see him leaving to go from Arkansas to you know, just throw out a, throw out a school out there, like, you know, <laughs> Michigan, you know, I, I just, it won't happen. So the loyalty is translating with the athletic department when with Hunter Yerchek. And as you could tell from Sam Pittman, it meant a lot to everybody that he is staying uh, with for even less money uh, here at Arkansas. Folks, we know that it, there's a lot of things that we try to do to ourselves to make sure that we're not embarrassing ourselves with the way that we look. And one of the things that can be really embarrassing for us is when we sweat. Like, listen, there there have been other people out there that have had the sweat marks, and it's really embarrassing when it ruins your shirts. Like, it's like, oh, you know, it's like, is that is that the new design? Is that new shirt? No, no, no. It's just uh, it's just my sweat. That's embarrassing when people start asking you about it too. But here's the thing: with sweat blocks, you can always help yourself out, whether it's with their wipes or with their actual deodorant. It adds a little secret to your confidence. So you can try sweat blocks, and it works up to seven days per use. That's right, seven days, a full week. You can apply them on Sunday and you'll stay dry all week long, guaranteed. So if you or someone you know is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try Sweatblock. You can save 20% off using promo code LOCKEDON at sweatblock.com. That's 20% off with promo code, two words, 
Locked On at sweatblock.com, and it is also available on Amazon. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I want to give a shout-out to Arkansas freshman guard Nick Smith, who has been named to the SEC Coaches preseason All-SEC first team, uh, which is, of course, he's had a lot of uh, a lot of awards, and he's ranked the number one overall recruit in the entire country by 24-7 sports. Isn't that crazy? Like, I still <laughs> – it's like you can – getting the number one player in the country by 24-7 sports is, is just – it's incredible. So – uh, and based on 24-7 sports, he's the number one re- recruited uh, player or ranking player of all time to come to Arkansas. He averaged 26.5 points, 8 rebounds, 7.5 assists per game with North Little Rock. And uh, now he's uh, going to be uh, on the uh, on the uh, first team All-SEC preseason team. Now, it's the only one that got any sort of honors uh, for them. But uh, the other thing that he's on for is Jerry, War- uh, Jerry West Award Watch List. He's All-American second team, according to CBS Sports. Uh, National Newcomer of the Year, according to Blue Ribbon Magazine. Number two on Andy Katz, Impact Freshman National List. Number two on CBSSports.com, National Impact Freshman List. SEC Freshman of the Year, according to CBS Sports. First team All-SEC in not only coaches, but media. Like He's he's just bringing up all the awards. And with these awards, there's going to become a lot of expectations to go along with it, too, which I think he'll be fine with. He can live up to those. I'm not saying he can't, but... There's not been a player that I can remember in recent history, really in any sport besides maybe like Mitch Mustaine, where there is so much put on his shoulders of saying, okay, you are going to be like the program changing player. Like That's what you're supposed to be. That's what you're expected to do. And so I guess we'll have to wait and see if it ends up happening. And as time goes on too, but the season's upon us, like it starts next week. So we'll have a chance to continue to watch it, but uh, with all these awards, man, ends up being something that you're going to have to take care of business. You're going to have to do. You're going to have to make it happen. But uh, another good and uh, awesome acknowledgement and accomplishment so far in the preseason, at least, for Nick Smith. Appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. For any questions, comments, concerns that you may have, we'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We will see you then.